0: Welcome to the Planet Laundry Podcast, brought to you by Planet Laundry, the magazine of the Coin Laundry Association. In this episode, Planet Laundry editor Bob Neiman chats with Chicago-based laundromat owner Neil Shapiro about his thriving wash, dry, fold business and the future of the self-service laundry segment. This edition of the Planet Laundry Podcast has been made possible thanks to the generous sponsorship of Continental Gerbau. When you partner with Continental Dribau and our distributors, you'll make the most of your laundry. You benefit from the products, resources, and expertise that set your laundry up for success. We'll help you stand apart from the competition. Appeal to your entire demographic by planning for key services like wash-dry fold and commercial residential pickup and delivery. Leverage Continental high-speed washers and dryers for a quick wash and maxed customer turnover, and harness the newest washer control with extra sanitize and automatic chemical dispensing technologies. At Continental Gerbau, we are invested in your future.
1: Today, I'm with Neil Shapiro. Neil has more than 40 years as the owner and CEO of several high-volume manufacturing companies in five states, as well as an additional international presence. In 2014, Neil and his wife Kate purchased their first laundromat in Chicago as a way to help their adult son with minor disabilities find purpose and meaningful employment. Well, the idea was a success and Neil has since sold all of his manufacturing interests and the Shapiros are now fully immersed in the laundromat business. Neil and Kate are members of the Coin Laundry Association and the Laundry Cares Foundation and Neil is on the board of directors of both organizations. In addition to their self-service laundry business, the Shapiro's have a thriving full-service wash dry fold operation including a pickup and delivery service serving the north side of Chicago and the surrounding suburbs. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Neil, thanks for being here.
2: Well, Bob, thank you for having me.
1: It's a pleasure. Absolutely. And and as I said, uh, we're going to talk about wash dry fold. And you can't really talk about full-service laundry uh, without talking about a couple different segments of it, right? It's uh, We've got the drop-off element, and in recent years there's also been uh, the, the pickup and delivery uh, component to Wash, Dry, Fold. So we'll talk about both of those with you, uh, and let's start off with, with drop-off first. Uh, you've been in the business since, since 2014, so seven years now. How long have you been offering a drop-off laundry service, and how did you get involved in that segment of the laundry business in the first place? Well, Bob, uh, that's, a, that's a pretty simple answer. When <laughs> okay. We bought the laundromat. When we bought our laundromat in 2014, they were already doing
2: drop-off, although I will tell you it was a very, very small part of the overall operation. But it was already in place, and, and we did have a few drop-off customers, so I guess the easiest answer is it came with the business originally.
1: Okay, all right. Well, when did you decide to add a pickup and delivery component as well? How did that decision come about, and what went into your thought process with that?
2: Well, Bob, my background has always been uh, to increase business as opposed to just remain stagnant. mm stagnant. stagnant. Mm-hmm. I always remember something that was told to me very early on, if you're not winning, you're losing. Mm -hmm. So growth is sort of a part of my mentality, and by 2018, we had more than doubled the volume of the laundromat that we had purchased, and we were really beginning to think that we had probably captured as much walk-in business as we were going to capture. Sure. if we wanted to continue to grow, instead of hoping more customers would come to us, we were going to have to figure out how to go to them. And so we decided that we wanted to move into pickup and delivery of customers' laundry.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Well, you, know, you talk about you talk about growth and, uh, and building the business. Can you tell me, what, what percentages of your overall business do drop off? And pickup and delivery represent uh, respectively and are those numbers on an well, upswing?
2: In, in, uh, as of April 30th of this year drop-off which is customers bringing their laundry to us represented about 6% of our total sales mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and pickup and delivery represented about 22% of our total sales. And that's in terms of dollars. Wow, Uh, okay. It's. I mean, obviously, pickup and delivery vends at a much higher price than people that walk in with the laundry. Mm -hmm. And people that walk in with the laundry vends at a much higher price than if you do it yourself. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. So, but the percentages are, as I said, about 6% for walk-in
2: drop-off, about 22% for pick-up and delivery. So, there you go.
1: Are, are both of those numbers on an upswing?
2: They are very much on an upswing. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, it's perhaps our largest challenge right now is how to deal with the increased volume of laundry. But I mm-hmm. can tell you that our drop-off And our pickup and delivery each Mm -hmm. doubled in the same time period, 2021 over 2020. Mm. And they continue to increase
1: literally on a monthly basis. Right. Why, Why do you think that is?
2: Well, because we do such a good job.
1: There you go. <laughs> Silly question, but, right? <laughs>
2: truthfully, no, I mean, truthfully, that, that's kind of a humorous answer, but I think that is
3: mm-hmm.
2: a, a, a significant component. I, a lot of our drop off increase is because of new customers. We don't necessarily get more laundry from the same customers. We get a lot of new customers, and we often hear, you know, my sister. told me, or my daughter told me, or my next door neighbor told me. And, you know, if if we weren't doing a good job, if we weren't impressing those customers, they wouldn't be telling other people about us. So the fact that we do a good job is a big part of it. And there, there is some of that in the pickup and delivery as well. Although I think I would um, uh, credit that growth more to our various advertising
1: right. campaigns. Okay, the, where, where the drop-off business may grow more organically and through word of mouth, uh, the pick-up and delivery may be more um, promotion-based and, and, and advertising-based. Okay, that sounds that sounds fair. Well, certainly I- including self-service laundry. You're operating three separate businesses, aren't you? If you look at it that Uh, way. That that is absolutely true.
2: They are three different businesses all taking place under one roof, Mm -hmm. and they each have their own challenges. What would those be? Yeah. Well, the first is obviously the laundromat people come in they bring their laundry they do it themselves using our equipment but you still have to have attendance you have to have a clean store you have to have someone to answer their questions someone to welcome them when they come in you have to be managing carts and selling soap and Mm -hmm. we have a card system as opposed to coin and With new customers, there's a certain indoctrination, if you will. It doesn't take more than a minute, but they need to understand how the car system works. So you have to have attendants that are trained to do all of those things that are just, not just, but are Mm -hmm. exclusively to the Mm -hmm. self-service walk-in business. Right. The second business is drop-off, which is... Now you have to have staff, and in most cases, if you were only doing self-service and drop-off, your drop-off staff is probably your attendants that are there already, Mm -hmm. but they need to be properly trained as to how you want the laundry processed,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: how you want it, Washed? Are you always going to use cold water? Are you going to offer the customers two or three different options? What mm-hmm. detergent? What softener? Are you going to offer options?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: How do you want the clothes dried? How do you want them folded?
3: How do you want them packaged? Mm-hmm.
2: These are all things that require procedures. They require training mm-hmm. of, the, of the employees.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And those, at least in our case, Those procedures and expectations carry through for both the drop-off and the pickup and delivery laundry. We give all of those customers the same package of service, if you will. Mm -hmm. And uh, going back to why, why are we successful, why are we growing, we have a very simple philosophy, which I'll, Give credit where credit's due. We mm-hmm. originally heard the words from Jeff Gardner okay. in Minnesota at, at a seminar. Mm-hmm. He made the statement that when the customer gets their laundry back and they open the package, they should feel like they just got new
3: clothes. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's
2: exactly the way we process the customer's laundry and it's, it, it shows. We get a lot of compliments on the finished product, mm-hmm. and that requires a lot of training of mm-hmm. the staff. It requires supervision of the staff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the third component is really a logistics company. Right. When you talk about the pickup and delivery, we have trucks, we have drivers, we have routes, We have computer software. It's really a logistics operation, Mm -hmm. much like a UPS or a local trucking company, Mm -hmm. and that has a lot of challenges uh, that have nothing to do with the
1: laundromat or the laundry. So true.
2: So right. There, there really are three different. Mm-hmm. Business models all mm-hmm.
1: under one roof. right right you've got all those spades uh, the, all those plates spinning at the same time, and as you say certainly the consistency of the finished product is uh is key uh as as well as uh, uh keeping those routes uh as, uh as as efficient as you can certainly um well you talk about um um the growth and and the volume that you guys are doing and 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 how do you manage your full-service laundry production so that it doesn't interfere with the self-service segment of your operation? Because I would imagine that would be a huge challenge, especially as you're growing. Well, Bob,
2: that, that's a great question, and you're right, it is a challenge. And when we decided to do the pickup and delivery, uh, we had an advantage. Our laundromat was already operating 24-7. And we had the expectation Mm -hmm. that we would not allow the pickup and delivery to interfere with our customers who were coming at 11 o'clock at night, midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. We're Mm -hmm. in an area where a lot of people want to do their laundry in the middle of the night. And Mm -hmm. you have to respect that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and so... uh, We did make the decision that all of the drop-off and all of the pickup and delivery laundry would be done on what we call third shift, which is from 11 at night until 7 in the morning. Okay. And we uh, set aside certain dryers and certain folding tables that our night staff uses to do that laundry. And we have told our staff, as, as part of the training, when they're using the washers, listen, if there's a customer that wants to be using five washers in the middle of the row, they're the customer. They come first, and you have to work around them, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Right. So, so far, we've been able to process the, all, all of the, it, it, call it internal laundry, um Mm -hmm. without interfering with our walk-in customers but quite honestly one of the things we're struggling with right now is the fact that we've about maxed out Mm -hmm. and and we've maxed out on sort of two fronts Mm -hmm. we've maxed out in our ability to process all the laundry in Mm -hmm. an eight-hour shift even though we have quite a few people doing it Mm -hmm. and we've also we've also maxed out in Physical space Mm -hmm. to put all the bags of dirty laundry and all the finished, packaged clean laundry. So uh, you know, most laundromats don't have a lot of extra storage space.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They
2: just weren't built with that component of business in mind. Sure. So we're uh, we're sort of bumping up against the edges all
1: over. (laughs) Is is there a store expansion in your future, or perhaps perhaps a a new location?
2: Um, There is not the ability to expand our existing store, so it is a a question of a second location, Mm -hmm. and uh, we have been looking very hard for a second location,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. but we're sort of um it's it's a complex problem because we don't want to pay retail prices for buildings or Mm -hmm. rent right so it's not like we can go out and buy an existing laundromat because you're going to be paying retail prices for what's really a commercial operation Mm -hmm. and if you go to say, okay, we want to get a warehouse somewhere, now logistically, it's pretty far away from our existing
3: facility, which makes the management a little bit more difficult, Mm -hmm.
2: and it's very expensive to go into an existing warehouse and put in all the plumbing and Mm -hmm. uh, electricity and air handling that you need to do laundry.
1: Right, right, right. it's,
2: It's not an easy fix.
1: Right. Right, certainly a lot of challenges and some questions coming up. Um, well, given that what and again, operating all these different businesses and different uh, logistical issues, what questions should a a self-service laundry owner ask him or herself before entering into the drop-off laundry business? And again, I'm just talking drop-off. What questions should they ask? I think the most immediate
2: question is Do you have staff that has the time available to process the drop off laundry? Mm-hmm. And do you have staff that's going to be properly trained to do a really nice finished product? Mm-hmm. Because the last thing you want to do is start to take in this laundry and you don't have the attendant time to do it, so the customer's disappointed when they come back.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Or you do a crummy job
1: with the product, and the customer says, "Geez, right. I could have
2: done a better job." <laughs> myself.
1: Right. So right. The the real question is, do you have the staff to do it? I mm-hmm. my guess is every
2: laundromat has the equipment. Mm-hmm. It's not like a customer is going to bring you something that you know you've, you've never seen before and there's no way it can be processed. Right. The real question is do you have the staff that has the availability to do it and are you willing to train them mm-hmm. to
1: do it properly? How how large is your wash dry fold staff?
2: The staff that works at night is um you could think we have essentially four full-time people, and we have another mm-hmm. three or four people that are available on call, and they typically work at a minimum two nights a week, and sometimes three or four.
1: So okay, okay, um, how, how?
2: And, and that's another challenge, frankly, mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. When you send the trucks out every morning, you don't know what they're going to bring back.
1: <laughs> That's true.
2: And you don't know until maybe 4 o'clock in the afternoon.
1: That's a great point.
2: So how do you staff for that? Well, you really need to have on-call people. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Very good. Well, talking about pickup and delivery, what factors must be considered before attempting Pickup and delivery. We talked about drop off, but if, if if I'm a laundry owner and I'm thinking I'd like to add pickup and delivery, what should my considerations be?
2: I think your first consideration needs to be, and I, there's no other way to say it. You have to figure out before you start if you're serious about getting into this business. Mm -hmm. if you
3: think it would just be okay to drive around with your car and pick up a few bundles here and there to Mm -hmm. supplement the income, Mm -hmm.
2: that's not really getting into the pickup and delivery business. You really need to decide if you're going to put a toe in the water or if you're going to jump in the pool. Right. And right. if you're going to jump if you're going to jump in the pool, there's going to be a financial investment and an investment of time and staff that is not going to pay off right away. Mm-hmm. You have to have done your homework. you have to be confident that you have an area that will support a customer base and you have to be willing to um, allocate the funds, to digital marketing and a software package that will allow the customer to contact you easily. Mm -hmm. And that's the drop off business. People walk in and you can advertise on Facebook. You can be with Yelp. You have a web
3: page, you do social media, Mm -hmm. but
2: for the pickup and delivery, you have to have a customer facing interface. That allows the customer to contact you easily and quickly, and that requires an investment. And you also need to do digital advertising, and mm-hmm. that requires an investment.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Great. So you you really need to decide if you're, as I say, if you're going to put a toe in the water, you're probably not going to be successful. Right. But if you want to jump in the pool, there's, there's business out there to be had, assuming
1: you live in an area that supports it. Right. Right. The demographics have to be right, and you have to make that commitment. Absolutely. Right. Well, Neil, how, how is technology impacting your wash, dry, fold operation? And that's both drop-off and the, the pickup and delivery end of things.
2: Right, and that's a great question, and and there are really two different answers to that. Mm -hmm. Um, In-store, we do not really use any technology for the drop-off business. Okay. However, we use social media and we use some digital advertising to promote the drop-off business in the store. Okay. So, for instance, we have, obviously, a website. Mm -hmm. We promote drop-off on our website. We have Facebook. We promote it on Facebook. We have Google. We promote it on Google. We have Yelp. We promote it on Yelp. So all of that is promoting the drop-off
3: business. Mm -hmm. On the pickup and delivery side,
2: it's much more complicated. We have, first of all, a platform that is both customer facing and operator facing, Mm -hmm. which allows us to track the customers when they want to be picked up, where they live, what route are they on? Mm -hmm. How do you get there, which all goes back to Google maps and it's all tied together. Um, and we uh, lease that platform. We, we didn't create it. Someone else created it and we pay them to use it. Additionally, we have an extensive Google ads campaign, Mm -hmm. which is constantly promoting the pickup and delivery business to potential customers. And all of that is zip code related because we only
3: go to certain zip codes on certain days. And mm-hmm. anyway, so we have a big Google ads campaign. Right. Mm-hmm. And
2: then, then we have all the social media campaigns that we have for the laundromat. Okay. And, and the other thing is, I didn't mention this before, yeah. when you talk about operating different business models under one roof, yeah. we actually have two different companies. The laundromat is wash time, okay. And the pickup and delivery service is wash ferries. Okay, they are branded Mm -hmm. separately, and we promote them separately Mm -hmm. because they are different businesses promoting to a different demographic.
1: That's really interesting, and that's that's a great point to have it have it separated out like that. So there's no. Uh, no, Yeah, differentiating the two businesses. Fascinating.
2: And, yeah, and it's yeah. important to differentiate because mm-hmm. they are different business models. They mm-hmm. are different demographics. And although people that come to the laundromat are sometimes intrigued by the pickup and delivery aspect, and we have had customers in the laundromat that have transferred over to the pickup and delivery Mm -hmm. so in in that way it's kind of a positive but most of our customers that have the pickup and delivery don't necessarily think that their clothes are going to a laundromat
1: right right exactly that's a great point
2: you know there's a different Mm -hmm. there's a different demographic there's different expectations Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it we at least believe that it makes sense to keep them separate.
1: Right, right. Well, in what important ways has your full-service laundry business evolved over the years, especially in recent years? That's a great question because it appears to
2: be evolving every day. (laughs) (laughs) And And it's evolving I would call it physically, but there's also an evolution in our own thinking and our own expectations. I can tell you that when we first decided to go into the pickup and delivery, we had a certain mindset of who the customers would be, what their demographic would be. Mm -hmm. It turns out we're wrong. (laughs) Really? Okay. The demographic of our customers is entirely different than what we thought it was going to be. No kidding. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We had originally thought we would have all 30-something young people living Mm -hmm. in condos
3: and apartment buildings and, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you
2: know, want to do everything on their phone and don't want to do their laundry. Right. And admittedly, we have some customers that
3: fit that demographic. Mm-hmm.
2: But the majority of our customers live in homes that have full washing and drying equipment
3: right there in the house. Mm-hmm. But they might have four young kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I
2: can't keep up with this laundry. Right, right. So they're sending it out to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of elderly people mm-hmm. that, for whatever reason, can't do it themselves, so they send it out. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of surprisingly transient people. We have customers that (laughs) literally live in hotels. Huh,
1: okay. Mm -hmm.
2: What are they going to do with their laundry? Send it out to us. I never would have expected that Mm -hmm. as a customer.
1: Right, right.
2: So, there's been an evolution on our side to understand who these people are and how to serve them and how to market to them. Right. And there's also been a constant evolution of, oh my God, I can't believe we have this much. Where are we going to put it? (laughs) Right. I I mean, I don't think we ever really contemplated how much space it would take. Mm Mm-hmm. We, right, we knew right. we had plenty of washers and dryers
3: mm-hmm. and we knew we had plenty of hours mm-hmm. i don't think we ever
2: contemplated how much space it was going to
1: just take. just the so, phys- physical space right right hey neil just the physical space yeah last last question for you neil and i and i really appreciate your time uh today um looking to the future what what do you see as the biggest opportunities for full service laundry operators going forward
2: opportunity as um, and again talking about evolution but an evolution of the business model
3: Mm -hmm.
2: in in its entirety Mm -hmm. a laundromat is no longer going to be a 1500 or 2000 or 2500 square foot facility that's unattended Mm -hmm. that's open from 6 in the morning until 10 at night, it's not going to be like that anymore. Mm -hmm. A laundromat is going to be a big, well-attended self-service operation that does take in, drop off, and if you want to maximize your opportunities, you're going to have to go out, and get laundry from customers who don't have laundromats in their area because they're not going to take it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to a self-service laundromat and you're going to have, I think the whole industry is going to evolve Mm -hmm. and you're going to see different types of facilities that are Mm -hmm. built and designed to accommodate all of those things. And frankly the opportunity lies in substantially higher profits for the operator mm-hmm. and and i can tell you we talked about percentages of business yeah. going back to that for just a moment i can tell you that our walk-in drop-off business Mm-hmm. Is by
1: far the highest gross margin percentage mm-hmm.
2: of the three components.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not as high a price mm-hmm. as pickup and delivery, it's by far the highest profit margin. Right. Right. So. right. Perfect. Anything that I didn't ask, Neil? that you would like to get out there, that you think people listening to this uh, could could learn from your uh, last, you know, seven years in the business and certainly in the full service business? Anything I didn't ask that uh, you'd like to get out there? Or do you think we've covered it?
2: No, I think 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 it's a good, uh, hopefully a good starting point for people that are interested in in uh, going into the business mm-hmm. and uh, oh, oh, lastly I think in closing I would simply say that uh, if anyone is interested in talking with me further mm-hmm. I am absolutely willing to talk to people and I will be open and honest uh, with any questions that people have going back to
3: mm-hmm.
2: Coin Laundry Association for a moment I'm on the board and I believe that education and networking is the largest asset that any trade association can offer its members. And I am perfectly willing to answer questions and network with anyone that's interested in this subject. So Well Neil, you've voice... free to call me. My contact information is
1: mm-hmm. out there. Right, right, and you've always been very generous uh, with your time and with uh, with prospective owners and, and, and new owners, uh, and uh, that's that's certainly appreciated. It and and I appreciate it this morning uh, with your time today. So uh, thanks very much, and uh, thank you. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a pleasure chatting.
2: All right, Bob. It's been a pleasure for me as well. Right. You have a great
3: day. Thank you too. Bye bye.